Blog Talk Radio. In about 30 minutes, we will be in the new year, 2020. But for the next 30 minutes, I'm going to do, I guess, a review of this past year. And it's not going to be what I actually had planned on doing because that would have been too depressing. When I started looking at things that we have been through internationally and nationally, uh, uh, the occurrences, and it seems like the scale tilted the wrong way or the wrong way for me, that it, it tilted towards the negative more than the positive. And I refuse to be depressed and in looking back at seeing some of the things that had taken place. I read a posting, I think it was on Facebook, and it says something like this, that people, the problem is that people are educated enough to believe what they have been taught, but not educated enough to question what they've been taught. Now, I had to think about that some. And as I'm looking over some of the the happenings this past 12 months, this seems to be right on. It seems to be dead on, that people believe what they're, they're being told without checking it out for themselves, without finding out, okay, I've been given this piece of information, so now I think I need to check it out to see if this is correct, if it's right, if it's true. So briefly, in the United States for 2019, internationally and nationally, America continues to lose respect. It continued to be less respected globally. At an increasing rate, people in countries all over the world view the U.S. as a major threat. And I can't remember in my 65 years, I cannot remember a time when as many nations as I've seen, or according to the data, as many nations whose people view the United States as a major threat rather than an ally. Here in the U.S., hate crimes are on a 16-year high. Hate crimes. Hate crime murders at a 27-year high. Black children are going missing at alarming rate. They make up 14% of all children in the U.S. That means for every 100 children, 14 of them are black. However, for every 100 children that go missing, of each 100 missing children, 37 of those are black. And the media is silent about that. In most of the cases where those children have been found, unfortunately, they have been found murdered. Too many of them have been found murdered. Another thing that I looked at had to do with the employment rate, the jobs. The job market is pretty good until you look deeply at what it's saying. There is a disconnect, and it continues a disconnect 
between jobs and poverty level. Let me ask you a question. If you had a household of four, that's two parents and two children, do you think that you could provide for the very basic? Do you think you could provide for them on a monthly income of $2,100? And out of that $2,100 comes housing, utilities, transportation, food and clothing, child care and school expenses, health care and insurance. $2,100. Four people, two adults, two children. Can you adequately provide for those basic needs of $2,100 a month? That seems to be the expectations when you look at our poverty rates and our employment rates. Whether you're doing well job-wise depends on who you ask. Healthcare professionals, technical service, leisure and hospitality, those classifications saw substantial increases. However, when you come down and look at these employers, you, you look at uh, manufacturing. Manufacturing's been up and down all year. You look at retail, virtually unchanged. Mining continues to decline. Farmers are in big trouble. Uh, that's about all I can say for that. At some point during 2020, I will go into some of these things because these are some of the subject matters that I talk about on the talk show. So I will go into details, but uh, tonight is just a Little review, and we're not even scratching the surface because 2019 was deep, and it was heavy, and it's deeper than I care to be uh, to get into tonight. Okay, farmers are in big trouble. That one needs to be addressed. But listen to this: consumer price index increased two and a half percent. The real average hourly or weekly earnings had a 1.1% increase. Consumer price increased 2.1%. Hourly earnings, 1.1%. And this is just looking at the data for the last for November. Perception internally and internationally. America is in a state of moral decay. The Republican Party and its embracings of white supremacy is listed as one of the major problems here. Lying for the sake of lying. That's all I'm going to say about that. Inhumane treatment of its own people. Withholding aid to storm-ravaged areas in this country. Children being stripped from their parents, held in cages, and all that goes with it. The list goes on. America in moral decay. Now, here's a bit of irony. One study said that people either read or listened to the Bible 30% more in 2019 than the previous year. There was more Bible reading and more people listening to the Bible in 2019. And the second thing that I found a little ironic was that the 
Bible verse most engaged in 2019 was Philippians 4 and 6, which says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done. Now, it sounds to me like there are some anxious people in this country. Well, in this country and international, because I believe this was an international study uh, that that came from. So we have some people that are concerned about what is going on to the point that they are reaching out. They're reaching out in hope, trying to deal with this anxiety. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done. Wow. I'm going to actually read, uh, beginning at that point, uh, Philippians 4, 6, and 9, and I'll, I'll try and get that in just before we leave the airwaves tonight uh, because uh, you'll see when we're reflecting on this year and what has transpired in our country and then looking within onto some personal things, you'll see where that uh, is very relevant, a very relevant verse. In fact, entire chapter, that particular passage having to do with not being anxious about things, not worrying. And uh, I'll read that. So how many of you are ready? How many of you are ready for 2020? 2020, the new year. Do you have that monthly calendar already? How about your monthly budget? Together with payment plans, savings goals, all written out? Do you have that? How about those plans written out for your personal growth and development? Some goal that you want to reach in 2020, the health journal. That really becomes important as you age. Take it from someone who knows I have binders that have all my health-related information and concerns. When I make my visits for my regular checkups, that binder goes with me so that I don't forget some things. I rarely ever forget things, but have them just in case and have all my information there so that I can help my doctor to, to make adequate decisions for me, for my health care. The health journal, all written out so you can track whatever you're doing and your progress on anything. I don't make New Year's resolutions, but this year I have a plan. I live in New Jersey. I'm from Alabama. New Jersey is cold more months than it is hot. I like hot. Not warm. I like hot. So New Jersey is cold. And that means that I spend probably the majority of my time, if I'm not out of state somewhere, I spend the majority of my time inside. So I do a lot of reading, yes. But I also have these projects. You know, I see something and I want to know, want to see if 
if check and see if I can create something. So I've got all these projects. I've created all these things and hats, turbans, clothing, bags, purses. Don't I don't even like a purse. But purses, pocketbooks, things like that. I have all kind of little projects. The most recent one was the Ben bow ties and these neat little neck pieces. They are basically necklaces made out of fabric. And I found all these odd pieces of fabric and they can change the look of a dress just to change the collar. And so I did that. I just got all kind of stuff around here. And so my job for the first part of 2020 is to get rid of all that stuff. And beyond that, I will be doing my program and just trying to help out wherever I can. Now, my son, oh my goodness, when I think about this past summer, I had the best time. I could not have planned a better trip for myself. But my son and I spent almost three months in Tennessee this past summer. And I did stuff. I went places I'd never gone before and did some things that I've never done and, and, and never would have done had he not challenged me. It was just wonderful. I, I got a chance to meet some new people. So, you know, make some new friends and new contacts. It was awesome. Now, personally, 2019, there were some bittersweet things that happened, but we endured, suffered great losses. Several loved ones transitioned, family, friends, and acquaintance. But I also reconnected with people, people from my youth, even uh, loved ones that I hadn't spoken to in 20 or 30 years. And a neighbor from my childhood that reached out to me, hadn't seen or heard from her in over 60 years. So can you imagine that? Not hearing from someone uh, or about someone in over 60 years, only to find out that you live in generally the same area. It was nice to connect with her on Facebook. Today we will uh, try to meet up. It's uh it's just amazing the things that can that you can have have happen to you in a year's time. And there's a balance, you know. I, I mentioned that we'd suffered great losses. I've lost one of my brothers, totally unexpected. But I also had an opportunity to connect with him just the very day that that he passed, and we had. Such a wonderful, wonderful time. One of my cousins, we were you know, generally around the same age, but we hadn't talked in years. And, do, and you know, doing that event, we spent some time talking and I was amazed at how similar our lives were, even though we had taken different paths. It was amazing. What 2019 revealed to me is that whether we have great loss, there's also great gain when you're in the Lord. I mean, he will keep you. And and I can say personally that he did that. This summer with my son, we had an opportunity to present the floral horseshoe 
doing championship night in one of the championship classes. And we presented that in honor of his father, Milton Bowden, and his godfather, Mr. Howard Mabry. And that meant so much to Robert. And Robert is my son. We call him the fine chocolate man. That'll embarrass him. But that meant a lot to him. And if you know the industry, then you'll, you'll understand why. Those men uh, and others had dedicated their entire lives to the horse and horse industry. And being black men, outside of individuals just knowing their contributions, there would be no record of their presence ever being there. But somewhere, sometime in the future, some young man, just like my son did when he was young, will sit and flip through, either online or in print, a walking horse report, and will come across the names Milson Bowden and Howard Mayberry, and that will be a monument, I guess, to, to their legacy, their memories, and their lives. Quickly here, I'm going to read this psalm as we're running out. Got about six minutes to the new year. I don't have anything but water to drink here, but you know what? That is good enough to usher in the new year. Okay, we're going to read Philippians 4 and 6. Don't worry about anything, but pray about everything. With thankful hearts, offer up your prayers and requests to God. Then, because you belong to Christ Jesus, God will bless you with peace that no one can completely understand. And this peace will control the way you think and feel. Finally, my friends, keep your minds on whatever is true, pure, right, holy, friendly, and proper. Don't ever stop thinking about what is truly worthwhile and worthy of praise. You know the teachings I gave you, and you know what you heard me say and saw me do. So follow my example, and God, who gives peace, will be with you. This is Evelyn Bowding. Peace of God carry you through the new year of 2020. Looks like we've got about five minutes and it's going to be New Year 2020. We will be continuing our programs and We'll actually open the lines to you. Wow, I didn't give the numbers out. 563-999-3494. Should you wish to call in and have a word to say, we've got about four minutes. But I was just sharing with you about some of the things that happened this year to me. And, and one of the things is I decided to return to do the programs and the podcast and the radio broadcast. I gave it up because I was, um, I really did give it up. I just kind of put it on hold because it was becoming too much. Uh, Some of the stuff that was happening was happening too fast and it was negative and I don't deal well with negative. So that's one of the things that was bothering me. 
it was putting me in a bad place. So I asked about your plans, your monthly calendars and your budgets and all this stuff written down. If you want to increase your opportunities to be successful in completing your goals for the year 2020, whatever those goals may be, if you write them down and work at them, don't put the book somewhere over to collect dust. Put it somewhere that you can visit it, if not daily, weekly, or more than at more than one time a week to see if you've taken your action steps toward meeting your goal. Spread the word that Let's Talk with Evelyn Bowding is back online. Do join us again, and we have a few programs we have recently posted. So share this with your friends. Thank you for joining me, and Happy New Year.